0: I'm willing to bet my career on Michael Jordan.
1: Come on, man.
0: You ask me what I do here. This is what I do. I find you players, and I feel it this time. Okay, it's risky. When you were selling sneakers out of the back of your Plymouth, that was risky. I mean, that's why we're all here. Don't change that now. I mean, if you look at him, if you really look at Jordan, like I did, you're going to see exactly what I see. Which is what? The most competitive guy I have ever seen. He is a killer. Seen it? Have you seen Air? Oh my gosh. Everyone thinks it's about Michael Jordan, and it is in part about Michael Jordan, but the story is so much bigger than that. Alex Convery is from Western Springs. Just found out he went to high school with John Williams' kid, Griffin. And what'd you say about Griffin?
1: I think Griffin, uh, I think in high school, he's the only kid I felt like knew more about movies than I did.
0: So. <laughs> You're the screenwriter of Air, yep. and I'm so bummed that it didn't do better over the weekend. Yep. But you know, it's Easter weekend. Yep. Everybody went as a family to see Mario. Yep. I'm telling you, you need to go see this film. Um, Alex, like, I'm not coming in the studio unless you go see it. So last night, I went to the St. Charles Movie Theater at 10 o'clock, and When it opened with I Want My MTV, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've transported back to 1984 again. How do you even grasp that?
1: Well, I wasn't around in 1984, so it was a lot of research. And, um, you know, look, the, the movie and the way it looks and feels is a credit to our production designer, Francois, and our costume designer, Charlize. I mean, they did such a good job; it was all authentic. I mean, they were bringing in Nikes from all over the country to, um, you know, outfit the office. So, all I could do is research on paper, you know, and figure out what was going on at the time—the Olympics, the election, and, and obviously everything at Nike. So, you try to make it as authentic as possible and uh, go from there.
0: My gosh, is this your first big film?
1: First produced screenplay, yeah. Certainly not the first I've written; just the first that 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 got made. So. You know, I moved out to uh, LA in 2010 to go to film school out at USC and, you know, I've been trying to get something made ever since. So it's been 13 years, uh, you know, running up the hill, written, gosh, eight or nine full screenplays at this point. and you know, for whatever reason, this one got made. A lot of it is just the right people finding the right script at the right time and got lucky with Matt and Ben. They're starting this new production company that's trying to make movies like this, kind of mid-budget, adult-oriented dramas. So um, yeah, it just all broke my way. When he says Matt and Ben,
0: like you know him, that'd be Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And I just want to go back to your kid in Western Springs. What's the first movie that captures you and goes, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I want to do for a living.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, my earliest memories are, you know, my dad showing me Raiders of the Lost Ark or uh, my mom will hate this, but whenever she would go on a business trip, we'd get to watch like the, you know, the movies I'm not supposed to see. So Jaws and, uh, you know, the early Universal Monster movies, Close Encounters. So that stuff is really, um, you know, kind of innate in in, in my DNA. And then as I got older, you know, the Coen brothers and Paul Thomas Anderson, David Finn sure those were kind of the directors that made me want to want to go out and and and, and pursue kind of kind of the same dream but um You know, I was lucky. You know, you grow up in the suburbs of Chicago. It's not really, you're not given an option to to make movies or anything like that. So, um, you know, I'm very lucky uh, I I had family to to say go for it and, uh, you know, stick with me all those years trying to do it. I was blown away. It's the
0: best film I've seen in a long time. Oh, thank you. You know, I don't know if you're an old soul or what, but you certainly targeted people my age with what you wrote.
1: Yeah, look, they're the type of movies that I loved growing up. You know, it's just people in rooms talking and these kind of small movies about bigger things and you know for better or worse I think a lot of Hollywood now is very special effects driven and superhero driven and look there's a place for that I, I like a good summer blockbuster as much as anyone but I like you know these type of movies too and and I hope and, and, and you know especially for my writing career that they continue to get made you know we're very lucky that Amazon took a chance on this one and put it in theaters instead of just dropping it on, on Prime you know mm-hmm. it was a real bet that there's still an audience for, the, for these type of movies. Absolutely. We'll talk more
0: about it. We're talking about the movie Air. Alex
1: Convery is in the studio, grew up in Western
0: Springs, lives in L.A., obviously, and is a screenwriter for this film. Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. Why should I ask
1: you? Ask me why I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. Why are you in Wilmington, North Carolina? Because I believe in your son. I believe he's different. And I believe you might be the only person on Earth who knows it. That's why I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. All right, Mr.
0: Vaccaro, thank you for coming. That is a clip from AIR. It's in movie theaters now. Viola Davis plays Dolores Jordan, Michael Jordan's mom. And I'm telling you, I don't want to spoil anything. Alex Convery is in studio on 720 WGN. But the headline that made me go, and I... There were only a couple other people in the theater, but they gasped, too, and that's all you needed, and i that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give anything away, but <laughs> yep. that was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: everything that needed to be said with one quick image.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. Um, you know, look, like we were talking about, it's it, its a movie that most people know the ending to when they walk in, right? Like, spoiler alert, the, the, the yeah. deal works out. So, yeah. it, you know, it's – you, you have to use that disadvantage as an advantage, right? And you kind of have fun along the way, kind of you know acknowledging that the audience knows how it's going to work out, but creating tension in that and, and, and making more about the journey than it is, you know, will he sign or not?
0: Right. Alex is from Western Springs, grew up here, 2010, went to USC to go to film school and has written several, you know, been a screenwriter for, you said what, eight?
1: Yeah, written like eight or nine screenplays. And, you know, the other eight, you know, nothing's happened with them, and and this one, uh, right time, right place, right people. It, uh, you know, finally got one done. Are you a Chicago Bulls fan? Was that what prompted this? Or I had heard from Dean Richards
0: that it was because you watched The Last Dance and you were inspired.
1: Yeah, it was both those things, you know. I uh, Yes, I'm a diehard Bulls fan, and, um, you know, my some of my earliest memories are— sitting in the living room with my dad watching jordan and you know i thought that's how it would always be for the bulls you know they're gonna make the finals every year Mm -hmm. and uh that that has not been the case um but no I, i was sitting there watching the last dance like everyone during those early months of quarantine and there's a little five minute segment on on the jordan deal and nike and how it never should have happened and you know, I just thought, gosh, what an interesting idea for a movie. You know, you get to tell the Michael Jordan story in a way. You get to tell the Nike story. There's this really, you know, kind of behind-the-scenes character in Sonny Vaccaro that, that not many people know about. So it just kind of had all the ingredients um for, for what I thought would be something special, and I just started researching, and it truly was, I just wrote it on spec, meaning you go and write the script and finish it and hope people like it, you know? So it was really just a passion project and nights and weekends thing, and I truly just thought it would be a good writing sample, you Did know? you
0: hear about De'Air Rosen last night and the squealing? <laughs> yes. And...
1: <laughs> in fact, I was wa- I was on my flight out here from L.A., and I was watching it on, uh, you know, the, the American Airlines <laughs> Wi-Fi, and I was like, who is this person yelling? I was like, is this an error in the headphones? <laughs> but um no what a win and uh and, and you know uh yeah i i um uh my Bulls games now are, are when they come out to uh, to Staples Center or not Crypto Arena. Um, so I, I, that's one day I look forward to every year is getting to see them.
0: I really don't know the process of writing a screenplay. Are you working with other people? Do you come up with the idea yourself and then you bring in a room of people to mm-hmm. help you? How does that go?
1: Every project's different. So, you know, there's for writing a movie, a feature film, there's kind of two ways it can work, right? One is you either write it on spec, meaning you write it on speculation, which is what I did for Air. You know, you work basically on your own and you hope that after the fact you can go sell a completed project. The other way it can work is if a studio has IP, right? So, um, for example, uh, when Marvel wants a writer for um, a Spider-Man movie or or, or whatever it may be, they go and have a bunch of writers pitch on the project. So they own the rights to it and then they pay you to write the script. So, you know, you want to kind of have two things going at once, right? Hopefully you have a studio job that is kind of paying the bills and and keeping the lights on and then you're always, or I'm always working on on my specs on the side which are kind of more the lottery tickets you know those like crazy ideas that Mm -hmm. that just might work but if they do you know it 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 can hit big
0: john williams came in here and said how much did you make (laughs) i was like john what are you doing Uh, because john's son griffin went to school with alex convery at lyons township and i just had to giggle about that uh
1: Hey, but, right to the point. Yeah, you love yeah. It.
0: He wants he wants to know. Um, what are your grandparents' names? They still live
1: in this area, right? Yeah, they live out in Joliet. Uh, May and, and Charles Convery. So uh, you know, my grandpa would always say, "You got to get your name on the screen before it's too late." So I'm. <laughs> I'm happy we could make that happen, and I'm going to get to watch the movie with them on Saturday, which, um, you know, it it will be really special.
0: Okay, instead of people listening to me and what I took away from the movie, because, man, there are some scenes in there that will make you laugh. There are some scenes in there that will just hit you in the heart. Uh, Give them them what, what you had in mind and what the movie is right now that is airing.
1: Yeah, there's so many things about it, you know. It's it's it, to me it's a really universal story about an underdog, you know, someone who's kind of stuck at the bottom of this corporate ladder and has this crazy idea and just thinks they can make it work and who hasn't been there, you know, in a lot of ways that's where I was as an unproduced screenwriter, you know, I was just kind of trudging along hoping that someone would take a chance on me and that's not unlike, you know, Sonny Vaccaro's story in the movie. And then, you know, the other part of it is just this, you know, kind of untold if you will story about this kind of -of run-of-the-mill jogging company named nike that uh you know kind of wished upon a star and 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 became the nike that that we know now because of jordan and look i think there's been a lot of talk about oh it's just a movie about a shoe and a corporation and 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 on and on to me it's you know i and i don't want to prescribe a message to the film because everyone should take what they want from it but it really is about the reason that shoe has meaning is because of the person in it, you know. Mm-hmm. The 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 shoe is called Jordan because of the person that was wearing that shoe, and if he did if Jordan didn't become what he what he was, Then it's just another it's just another shoe. And his mother believed she knew what he was going to be. Look, it's also a movie about knowing your worth and fighting for your worth, Mm -hmm. you know, which, again, it's to me, there's something universal in that. And when I'm writing, I'm looking for these kind of universal feelings, but you find them through specificity. Right. And these specific characters and in the specific moment. Dolores Jordan
0: and Sonny Vaccaro, would you say they changed things for athletes across the board?
1: No question. I mean, look, we're in this player empowerment era in the NBA. College students are finally able to make money off their name, image, and likeness. And I don't want to be hyperbolic and say it all started with the Jordan deal, but that was really the first of its kind, where Mm -hmm. an athlete is saying, you know, we want a piece of this. And um, gosh... That, that that changed everything.
0: Yeah, and the end of the film, stay, watch it, because you get to see those people in real life, the characters that they portray, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Viola Davis. Um, I was most intrigued by Pete. I yeah. wanted to see what Pete looked like in real life. I know. That and, was the
1: real tragic thing about it is, you know, we had lined up a day for me to, to sit with Peter, just like I had sat with Sonny, and and he fell very ill and, and, and passed away right before we began production, which... Um, you know it 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 was very tragic and uh you know that's an added benefit to this is being able to kind of give him his big screen moment and make sure yeah. that there is some sort of legacy for him that that people can see he designed that shoe yes he did that's his shoe did you get to meet michael jordan i have not met michael not no, no. <laughs> ben uh ben flew out to meet michael to talk about you know the script and and essentially get his blessing that was very important uh, uh to ben and um you know michael had his input on the on the movie which i'm glad about you know he wanted george traveling in there and he wanted uh, howard white who chris tucker plays and he said Viola davis has to play my mom <laughs> yeah which uh is i was like i would love that too that's not the easiest thing in the world to do you know viola is very in demand so um you know, look, we, Ben was able to make it all happen, and, um, you know, it, it added a ton of great stuff to the
0: Congratulations. film. Congratulations. It's just a great film. It's air. Alex is in town to screen it for his friends and his family members, and I can't imagine how proud they must be of you. And I look forward to what you do next.
1: Yep, yep. Hopefully, uh, we'll be back sooner rather than <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> I hope so. The news is next with Lauren Lapcon,
1: 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, G.M.